Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey of the Road Runner. Paul here. And Adriana. So, Long time back. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah. I should point out that our last episode healers it got like tons of downloads. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. So our most popular ones are the healers and then the one that had race porn in the title so so our, our listeners are woo woo and pervs so I know. that's appropriate for us so. those are my favorite kind of people right yep if, so, if you are one of one or both of those kind of people you are in the right podcast you're most likely both if you're with us so. yeah I would, I would definitely say yeah it's it's you get a lot of a lot of helpful information but you got a lot of antics too. Yep, exactly <laughs> life's too short to be too serious right yep yep so yeah thank you everybody that's been following us absolutely and um well you had a lot of schoolwork to do and then yep. um you're back uh remember we the lat we ended with you going on that you were going on that walk <laughs> all right yeah yeah so let's that recap that <laughs> yeah so uh yep so with the class that i was taking that had just wrapped up it was the american renaissance and then i read um there was like a big section on henry david thoreau and he's the one that wrote that famous that story about walden and i realized i had never been there before so i ended up taking a drive up to walden woods it was beautiful like I went around the woods and around the pond and everything. And then when I made the ride back, <laughs> I went to get out of my car. I couldn't even move. My back was in so much pain. So uh, apparently uh, my disc bulged out and it was hitting my nerve again. But at first I think it was like the muscles were super tight trying to protect <laughs> me and they were like overprotecting my spine. Yeah, it's interesting because when you get a, a muscle spasm in your back is to protect you from injury, but sometimes a muscle spasm hurts worse than the injury. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I had a spasm once. I was picking up a water bottle for one of my clients and I twisted. This was when my back was really bad. Uh -huh. And uh, it didn't feel bad that day, though. Like I just twisted wrong and picked up the water. It's never any good. Like there's not an exciting story. Yeah. Like, you can be like, yeah. Some guy like tripped me in the woods and we got in a tumble. <laughs> No, it's nothing like exciting like that. It's like I sat in my car too long. I must have yeah. sat the wrong way or picked up a water bottle. Like there's no like awesome story behind it. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I have to say like, to, to piggyback on that, sitting is the absolute worst thing you can do for your back. Like sitting for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. It's And it's tough because you sit for a living too. And you've been exactly. real. I was surprised because you've been really kicking ass on that app like you were really active yeah yeah you know it, you, yep. i think you probably just you you walked you know you sat in the car for a while to get there and you walked and loosened your hips but when you got back in the car and plus you might have been fatigued and think of what yeah. happens when we sit here fatigued we kind of hunch and you know by the time you were driving home you were probably a little tired you weren't really sitting upright mm -hmm. slinking in feet. and that was rough, man. You got yeah. through it, though. You were a trooper. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I, <laughs> that's what I do. I battled through. Yeah, it was just so frustrating because I was on such a roll and everything. I was feeling really good. And, um, yeah, I think I was walking around for about two and a half hours or so. And it was cold that day, but, you know, I from walking, I was warm. 
so like you yeah. said like i was probably i like warmed myself up and then when i sat down all that time it, you know decompressed uh, but i'm starting to i'm feeling better now and then like on top of that at the end of that i was starting to feel better and then i ended up getting sick so <laughs> yeah i remember that too i was like oh my god paul you got a rough i got to say that you you definitely you didn't self sabotage and go into like a frenzy of sorts yeah. You know, and you can tell the listeners how how it is. We all struggle. Like, it's like you're really. This is like Murphy's Law. Like, you'll be training hard. Everything's going good. Your forms are good. You feel good. Your body's feeling awesome. And then it's like the craziest thing will happen. It's like why? Like everything. You know. And then the the good news is you bounce back faster. Yeah. Like you bounce back really fast. You might not feel like you did, but you did. You that you were just he. You know, you were in my. Uh, that Wednesday morning class and that class, that was like a harder circuit. Like that wasn't an easy class to come back to and you had no problems. So it just shows how strong you are because you bounce back fast. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably from all that working out before all that happened. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it'd be nice to, I'm still afraid to do something to like bounce up and down. Like I can't run yet. I don't think. Um, Yeah. Like even, I couldn't do burpees, but I was like doing that step back from the, like I was leaned on the box and then step back and step forward. And even that was starting to bother my back. So, but but I couldn't even attempt to do that like a few weeks ago. So I'm making progress. (laughs) Yeah. I bet you could probably run by the end of the week next week. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause I'm itching. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, where's a good place. um, If you run run on soft surfaces, and you can walk on like the it's Copacut Woods and Fall River, mm-hmm. um, or it's like dark. No, it's like Fall River, like Westport area. It's pretty. It's twenty minutes from me, so it can't be too far from you if you hop on twenty four. Um, they have really wide trails, like the size of a road, and uh-huh. they're not all like. There's some areas that you might want to walk through a rocky if you want to like watch your ankles, but if you want a softer surface to run on and it's still like woods, it's flat. A lot of it's just like a road, mm-hmm. but it's dirt. So it's, it's, it's kind of the best of both worlds. If you're a trail runner and you don't want the technical stuff, if you're just coming back and you like hurt your ankles or whatever, you're a little nervous to run on technical stuff. It's great. And if you're a road runner who doesn't want to run on the hard surfaces and the concrete, but doesn't like the technicality of like rocks, roots and all that, it's a great place to run. Like, honestly, like I've been using it to get back to running and it, and I tr- usually trail run and I, and there is some stuff, there is some, some trails to get out there, but there's some that are literally like roads and it's really nice on the body, on the joints. So something to think about if you want to get out and not hit trails, but not hit road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of, it's like a hybrid. Happy yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's great. And you, I mean, you don't have a dog, but if anyone's listening who has dogs, you can take, there's nobody ever in there. It's freaking awesome. I'm going to go on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like there's no one ever in there. You, maybe there's a car or two in the parking lot and it's like 500 acres of protected land out there, which I didn't know. You'd think I'd oh. lived over. Yeah. It's really awesome. So Copa cut woods people it's in, it's, I think it's Westport, but if you look it up, it's like fall river. Cause it's so many acres. It goes into like all these different towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. probably not far from my office. Well, not that I go into work anymore, but <laughs> my office is only about 10, 15 minutes away. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a spot for, those of you who like to run in the road but don't like the concrete and everything and want a softer surface, 
And those of you who are trail runners who don't, who maybe are getting back at it or just want, I mean, honestly, it's a big trail too. It's, there's a lot of little trails attached to it. So you can mm-hmm. go in the woods. If you, that's the cool part. You could go out with 10 people. Half of you could be road runners. Half of you could be trail runners. The, the trail, the road runners could stay on the wide trails. And then there's all these little intersecting small trails that are technical. Uh-huh. Wow, that sounds so awesome. Pretty, you get yeah, some variety in there. <laughs> yeah, it's like my new like playground because I don't know the trails yet and I like getting lost. Yeah. You know, I mean, I try not to get too lost. It's definitely happened before where mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I give myself an extra hour just in case. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's something to think about. Yeah, I definitely have to check that out. Then I'm always looking yep. for new places and it's close by. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, I think oh. a congratulations is in order about your uh, anniversary for boot camp. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, first, before we get to that, I should also mention when we talked about ankles and stuff, my ankle's like stronger than ever. So my back gave up, but my ankle's doing really well. <laughs> if people listen to us, we have we always have a positive spin on it. <laughs> it's true, you said that in training. You're like, well, my ankle feels great. I'm like, hey. Yeah. You know? It's not the positive. It's always a silver lining. Yep. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, February 21st, it's my anniversary when I left for boot camp for the Navy. It was uh, 32 years ago today, 1989. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so after was after, I think it was after high school, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. And then... Um, the army tried recruiting me and I went up to Boston and I had to take these tests. I think they call ASVAB tests. It's like all these written tests to see like what you would be good at and everything. And I guess I did awesome on it. So when they saw how high my score was, they were really pushing me to, to join and like the pressure they were putting on me kind of made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so then I ended up not joining. So then I went to college for a semester at CCRI. Okay. But I think I spent more time at, DG's arcade than in the classroom so <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do too well <laughs> like like I didn't know what I wanted to do but I think that was like the problem so I had like no goals or anything like that and yeah it didn't help that I didn't like school so <laughs> right so then and so that I didn't do too good that semester so then I ended up looking into joining the Navy so of course they saw my scores too so i didn't have to retake those tests so they were all excited but now i think i was ready to you know do something with my life so then i remember it was on february 7th i went to boston to the set the armed forces center i forgot what it was called and i that's where i did like a lot of the paperwork and everything and officially joined and so then they said so they scheduled it in two weeks i had a i was leaving for boot camp for great lakes illinois so if you know anything about that area, it's not a good place to be in February. I, I was like, it doesn't sound warm, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a frozen tundra. Yeah. No. <laughs> so then um Yep, so then on the morning of February twenty first, my the recruiter came and picked me up. I think it was like at four in the morning. It was like obscenely early in the morning, really early, because you had to go to the, the center in Boston and do more they had to do like physical checkup and more paperwork and stuff and then bring it to the airport and everything. So it was like a lot 
to do. So they picked me up at like four in the morning. And I remember when, um, as we were like pulling away, pulled out of the driveway, he had on 92 Pro FM, which is like the people not in the area. It's like the top 40 radio station around here. And the song Every Time You Go Away by Paul Young came on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even like it was like a tape he was playing. It just happened to be on the radio and we were pulling away. And every time you go away. I remember on. that song. to me with you. <laughs> yeah. Every time you go away. Yeah. And. Talk about a sign. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's another thing too. When I and uh, when they did the physical, they almost didn't let me in because I had flat feet. But um, because I guess that you know causes problems and stuff. But then I had to actually, I'd actually convince them that it was okay. I did cross country in high school and everything. It's like the opposite of Trump. I was just that. You totally said it. I was like, you don't have any bone spurs. It can't be military. Oh, my God. Yeah. You convinced them to let you in. Yeah, exactly. This guy's got like a pimple on his ass and he can't go. Freaking pussy. Yeah, so that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember them doing the physical. I it was I was in like the doctor's office and I had to like run in place for like a minute or two. I thought that was really weird. Was, <laughs> I thought they was like pulling some shit on me or something. But they then uh you were scheduled a time to leave. So then they then I ended up they ended up putting us on a bus because um, I had all the all the armed forces were there as the army and. Marines and Air Force were there too, so you had all different tiers. So, um, yeah, so then they put us on the the bus to Logan Airport and then flew out to O'Hare. And then um, from that airport, we had to, to wait for the shuttle to bring us to the um, recruitment, the, yeah, the recruitment center. Um, I forgot what it's called now. I think it was called the recruit center, the way the, the recruits go for boot camp. So, um, so we so had. Were to, you, do you remember how you were feeling back then? Like, were you nervous? Oh were yeah, you excited. Yeah, was, yeah, I wasn't excited at all. I, <laughs> I was like so nervous, you know, get like homesick yeah. and everything. But it was like uh, that. We had to wait at that airport for hours for the shuttle to bring us to boot camp, and. Um, there's like a, the USO center. There's like a place where you get all where the armed force people. There's like a, it's like a lounge it has like TVs and get cool. um, refreshments no there. No cocktails and for you, huh? What's that? No cocktails for you, nope. huh? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I so- would you know, Paul. I I wish I was there with you, but I feel like I would have got kicked out. I would have been. I would have found the nearest bar. <laughs> I would have cocktails. <laughs> Especially at that age, I would have yeah. been like, not, not Adriana present, but past, I would have been like, come on, Paul, let's get some cocktails. Yeah, I don't we, know. We got to get a little buzz on before we have to deal with all these assholes screaming at us. Yeah, I'm trying to think. They must have had somebody watching us, though, because I, yeah, I, I don't remember anybody doing that. You would think that somebody would have. But... Yeah. I, this is why I wasn't. <laughs> made it past that fucking airport. So did you make any friends like when you were sitting there? Because I'm sure other kids there were nervous with you, right? Like you guys kind of commiserate so. over your your uh, anxieties. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I can't like remember exactly who, but yeah, I'm pretty sure 
We did. And it, we were there for a long time. And anybody that's ever been in the military um, knows the saying, hurry up and wait. <laughs> that's exactly what we they got us there. And then you, you're always in a hurry to do something, but then you're going to sit there and wait forever. So, <laughs> And then it was, at, it was at night. I think it was like around seven or eight at night that they finally picked us up and brought us to the 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 base there and so then you get there and then um there's a big center where you you know check in do more paperwork and then um you have to like give them whatever belongings you had and they put it in a bag that way they give it back to you when you're leaving and stuff but you had to get rid of all your possessions and everything and, and they uh, give you your uh, your fatigues no that, i think that was like uh next day or two because they got to measure you and everything but, but that, of course, like that took forever too. And then I think by the time we were done with that, it was four. Yeah, it was like four or five in the morning, the next morning, by the time I finished. Wow. And they marched us to like these barracks. But um, the people that got there before us, some people were only like sleeping an hour and it was time for them to get up. So um, we were all standing at attention waiting. And then... um. The company commanders, that's what they call the like the drill sergeants, but they call company commanders in the navy. They had like garbage cans that are like banging and waking everybody up. Oh. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, so I was happy that I didn't get to sleep because yeah, you don't want to be woken up after an hour with a garbage can banging. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, yeah, I think yeah, part of the whole process was they were they were assigning us different companies so you're like in all these different those groups so i was in company 128 we had a sister company called 129 they all started at the same time as us um i don't remember how many there were total but you your company you had your own barracks all together so then you got to sign the like, barracks and our, now how many are usually in a company oh uh, now that's a good question i don't even remember at all no one's expecting you to remember. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you can remember all, all these names is impressive to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is like all off the top of my head, too. That's like how yeah, much this is drilled. I'm actually, I'm impressed because I don't think after 32 years I would be remembered. <laughs> I don't remember I was traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. You were traumatized. So it's, it's trauma. You can remember it. Yeah. So I can't, I think, um, yeah, and of course the, the barracks we had was the total is the very end of the, the base. So, and when you go anywhere, you have to, you have to march everywhere. And we were like the farthest point from everything because <laughs> the, because oh, wow. you had to do classes like classroom classes. And then the, um, the dining hall was far away. So it was like, forgot it might have been like an hour hour and a half march so so we did so if we had if we had early breakfast we had to get up really early <laughs> so you have to march like in a marching band march yeah 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 all in line yep yeah you had a marching formation you had to be all in step same step and everything oh, wow. so yeah one of the good things about being in the freezing cold was we had to wear ski masks like when we were outside when it was so cold because it's literally, I saw pictures after an overhead view. We were li literally like right next to the lake. So, so you figured the, oh God. so it must've been minus something like yeah. <laughs> that whole time. So you'd have to wear a ski mask. So like if you were out of step or something, if they'd yell at you, they wouldn't know who you were because you had your face covered. So. 
<laughs> That's perfect. That is awesome. And, now, uh, how did uh, how did like when you got there, right? Mm -hmm. And when do you start? So you get to the barracks. That's where you live, right? Yeah. When you get there, like, so that's your first day. You get housed and everything. Do you start boot camp, like, the next morning? Like, is it, like, let's freaking exercise? Oh, it's, like, right then. Yeah, yeah, because we had our marks there. Well, the, so it's, it's a lot. It's not all, it's, not, like, not all, like, obstacle course stuff. <laughs> like, um, it's, like, a lot of administrative stuff and then school stuff. So like after, at, once we got our signed our bunks, we had to um, get our hair cut. So that was an adventure too, because <laughs> there were guys there that were actually the, literally crying when they were getting their head shaved. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like I didn't care, but uh, yeah, there are a lot of people that are really sensitive about that <laughs> losing their hair. Well, I, I would imagine, especially back then, that some people didn't want to join the military, and their parents made them. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that that happened or that people felt like they, you know, I think this just by, judging by like my, this is just an opinion that I've noticed with people like you who you're like, I really don't want to know what I want to do with myself. So I think I'll join the military. You know, then there's people who feel like where, like wherever their circumstances are, if they don't join the military, then, you know, some people who live in like really bad situations and areas, mm -hmm. like I'll join the military and get out and I'll get college. And then yeah. there's people whose parents are like, get the hell out. You're not staying here. You're going to the military. And whether you like it or not, you're going to boot camp. So I, I feel like this, the, you got you and like the people who choose. And then you got these people whose parents are just like, let's go. Yeah. And the guy's got like hair longer than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they took his weed and they sent him away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that uh, there was somebody in my company that like after like a week or two, they, one of the things they do before you get in is a drug test and he like failed a drug test. So he got kicked out. <laughs> so I remember somebody getting kicked out for that. Oh man. But, um, yeah. So like a lot of it was like you had to, they told you, taught you how to fold everything. Oh, we had to stencil our own names. Like you had like these stencils and you had to stencil all everything, you all your clothes. The arts so, and crafts. Yeah. <laughs> you had to learn to sew. I sucked at that because I had to sew a, a thing in my, um, like a label in my, my, um, like my winter hat thing. In the, um... Well, I'm glad you told me that because my dad was in the Navy and I could never fit. My dad could sew like better than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> and I was like always curious. I'm like, how does my father know how to do all this weird shit? Like <laughs> Fireman who can fix cars. But like, I remember I, I ripped something. He's like, come here, I'll show you how to sew. I'm like, no, like, I mean, we learned how to sew in home ec, but it wasn't like, oh yeah, you know, and he really, he knew how to sew. Like it was actually impressive. And I never knew, now that you just said that, I'm like, oh, that's how he knew how to sew. Yeah, I just did it well enough just to like keep it on. I <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to fold your clothes a certain way because you only have so much space. And when when you're in like the real Navy for real, you have like a, a, a sea bag. It's called like a big giant backpack and everything has to fit in there. So you have, everything has to be folded a certain way. And, okay. Um, yeah. Then when you had the, you had to fold those, those um, winter caps a certain way. So, so like one end of it would actually look like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 you, so they so when you, they told us to fold it they, so so the the company commanders would 
said that um you better fold those like like you like your pussy nice and tight <laughs> you don't want it loose oh my god you gotta get me one of those hats dude hat? i can't even remember how to do that yeah it's like a win- regular winter hat <laughs> but... man you gotta teach me how to fold my hat like a pussy <laughs> oh crazy Hat fold, folding a hat so it looks like a vagina. <laughs> and then the company commanders, they were do like the um they were like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Oh like, god. Petty Officer Busby was like the asshole. <laughs> and then, I think t- of that name, I I God rest his soul if he's dead, but if he's still alive and he's an asshole, sorry, but even that name sounds like an asshole. Busby. Yeah, yeah. That just, like, <laughs> that just sounds like an asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the the chief Norton was the good guy he was like an older guy he had the mustache he, he was like yeah he's a little bit older and he was nicer and everything but if, if you were in trouble by him you knew you did something <laughs> wrong oh yeah <laughs> yeah so then we had yeah so like that next day like we did the hair thing, and then you had to get measured for clothes so you, so you get all these clothes and everything but you actually have to pay for it so when you, you get your first couple of checks they dock they took all the payout for all the clothes. Really? Like, yeah, so you get like twenty dollar, fifty dollar check. <laughs> what the actual fuck? You're like yeah. fighting the country, and they want you to buy your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <America. laughs> yeah. So that was that, that was like all kinds of like classes, like uh, and then um. So tell me about the like the ass kickings, the cat, like the calisthenics. Like, are they as hard as everyone makes them out to be? Or well, we didn't have we had to do our workouts in a gym it wasn't like you see on tv like um like in the army we didn't have like barbed wire or anything like that but um yeah it was like this big giant gym and there was like competitions and everything like you had to pass it was, it was like every i don't know if it was every two weeks you had stuff to do you had to like um do so many jumping jacks you had to do pass all this physical fitness test you had to run a mile which was easy for me because I had just come off of cross country and everything. And jumping jacks, come on. Like, yeah. you can do those fuckers. Like, <laughs> my hardest thing was the sit ups. But, the, really? yeah, yeah. Like, the push ups or nothing. I still do push ups. So, is it too. like, is it sit ups, push ups, run a mile? Um, do you have to do pull ups? I can't remember. I don't think we had to do Do you have to do like a sprint, like the 400? Oh, that I don't remember. I'm just wondering. I, I don't know much about the military physical. I know the police test is um, similar. Like, well, it sounds like some of that stuff, um, and that always didn't seem too bad. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, well, you were you were probably in shape anyway. Yeah. cross country. I, I bet some of those guys were dogging it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I should also say too what I. They weigh me in, like, when I get there, and I weighed 140 pounds. And then they weighed me again when I left, like, eight weeks. It was nine weeks later. Um, and I gained 20 pounds, so I was up to 160. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, then, like, at the towards the end, there was, like, the, we had, like, a competition. Like, we, and I think our company won. It, yeah, so we had to do all the running. We, um the one thing different new for that was the tug of war. I didn't do that, but that's something that you see on TV and stuff that they did for that. That was a fun day, but you had to, of course, in the Navy, you had to learn to swim. And, um, 
you'd be surprised these pe- all these people that join the navy that don't know how to swim. <laughs> see, right. see, they ha- they line a bunch. Of, there's like those, you know, those big giant Olympic diving boards. The they're like a yeah. huge platform. It was way up high, and then you had to, they line about ten of us up, and then you have to like then you jump in, and then you have to tread water for a certain amount of time. I forget how long, and then you had to do a lap around the pool. So like we did it like I could I can swim really well I never had lessons but I was always a good swimmer but you jump in with all those people and these people are freaking out and they're like kicking their legs like crazy and they're like kicking you (laughs) that was really tough doing that but I managed to do that yes that was another physical thing and then my favorite day was the the gun range (laughs) so the the same day we did the I think it was the same day we did the gun range and then we did learn to do the firefighting because that's a huge thing in the navy you know if something catches fire on the ship you need yeah. to know and there's there's depending on what kind of fire it is you use different type types of stuff to put out the fire there's like all kinds of powders it's not just oh yeah definitely stuff. yeah and you had to... my, my dad growing up with a firefighter i mean there was definitely like we knew like if there's a grease fire on the stove you don't put water on it like mm-hmm. you know and in the navy and my grandfather was in the navy and was a firefighter and then his dad my dad that was my dad's dad and then my dad was in the navy and became a firefighter yeah maybe yeah. they got a bug when they were there yeah maybe yeah like i had a blast with that like you like you do use the hose for another fire you you do it as a team like you line up and stuff like everybody has a position on the hose and so oh, that's cool. yeah and then that's oh and then before that we had I don't know if they do it anymore. We got gassed, so <laughs> with tear gas, you go and yeah, oh you, you, you have on your gas mask, and they put you in this um, this creepy room, like it's like it's almost like a cabin. It's like a, it seemed like an old wooden cabin, and then you're in there with your gas mask on, and then then the company commanders are outside, and then you had to like when they told you to take your mask off, you had to take your mask off, and then when you walked outside, they would ask you like um like your name your social security number um that you could like move on and they said to make sure you don't touch your your eyes with your hands or anything and then, <laughs> so then we took our masks off like it, it's you couldn't see the gas or anything it was just like clear you wouldn't think there was anything in there then you take the mask off and all of a sudden you like tears come flying out of your eyes you can't breathe you're like coughing and everything um, oh and then like then you like lined up and each person has to t- stop when they ask you a question and then, like I was like like stop it everybody's like stopping their feet <laughs> trying to struggle and trying to <laughs> keep it together so I bet they still do that yeah I don't know it's crazy so then, I think some of those generals are sadistic they're like yeah like <laughs> let's freaking gas these people yeah, you didn't see people like all giant snots coming out of their nose and everything yeah, yeah. You got to be a little fucked up if you want to do that to people. I'm sorry. Yeah. I like making people like vomit when they exercise too hard, but I don't I don't know if I could bring in any outside weaponry and feel good about doing it to people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, making somebody do too many burpees or like push too hard is one thing, but I feel like gassing people is probably a little out of my, uh, my comfort. Although I guess there's some people I could definitely gas and not feel bad about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. Man. I, I, I bet you they still do that, Paul, because that's something you'd experience if you were in war and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. 
or or um peaceful protester outside the white house <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so like <laughs> so but if you want to if you want to rush the capital and then just start <laughs> changing the american flag you're good you don't have to worry about getting tear gas yeah. oh that's cool you can take down the american flag and, and all that good stuff and try to kill people but don't worry you won't get tear gas <laughs> buy a <your> lunch <laughs> There'll be a buffet down the street for those people. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I gotta say, man, I gotta say, Paul, you're knowing you now, and like you're so like even tempered and mm-hmm. like mellow and relaxed. Like, I mean, I just I can't picture you getting screamed at by these assholes. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they they um they do. Even if you're like doing good, they they what they want to break you down so you're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's one thing. Like, a couple people used to make jokes like, "You'd be a great drill sergeant. You'd be great in the military." I'm like, I don't. I don't like to be screamed at, man. I, I don't do well at getting people yelling in my face. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't last. Yeah. I really. And they're like, "No, no, you could." I'm like, "No, I, I honestly don't think I would have done well with somebody screaming at me." No, you get used to it. I'm like, I get used to a lot of things, and getting screamed at is probably one of the things I don't think I'd get used to, or, or I wouldn't. I'd swear and probably get like all the push-ups or all the, you know, they'd be like, dude, I, I'd have like no wrists or shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We had, we had some guy in our company, um, Michelson. <laughs> he, he, he looked like, um, one of the guys from Revenge of the Nerds or, um, was it Eugene that was in Greece? He looked like that with the glasses and everything. Like he was an asshole. He would like rat people out in our company. Like, oh, he, he like, fuck up he'd always get us in trouble and everything so um well i got a couple of stories about it and this was like just after a full metal jacket came out did you ever see that movie yeah. uh, they do the blanket party on the guy so, so if anybody doesn't know what that is um they at night they um the and the guy was in his rack um people hold hold them down hold the blank each side of the blanket down and um people would have bags with like heavy stuff and then like locks and stuff and they like hit them in the chest with it they don't take turns so we were actually talking about two in that but wow that guy must hit yeah but instead what happened was um somebody put ben gay in his underwear oh, <laughs> so, oh. So, <laughs> yes. oh my god I, I, it really worked he came out of the out of the bathroom, like scream at you. <laughs> so mad. That's amazing. <laughs> and of course, he... I I am putting that one in my uh, in my pocket for later. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I would have never thought of something that awesome. Uh, yeah, somebody thought of that. <laughs> yeah, because well, it sucks when you're around somebody, especially when you're with a group of people, man. And there's one. It's like that one bad apple who just ruins it mm-hmm. for everybody. Yep. And, and and then you can use your Ben Gay. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, company commanders didn't like that because they they when he was ratting those out about that they were screaming at him saying that he he's the type of person that would um get people killed in yeah. the war and stuff. And that same guy, um, you had to stand watch. You had uh, there was a rotation to stand watch. So um, like at night, I I was assigned duty to stand watch. Like at the front desk, it was like. It was like in the same building, but you had to go out the back room, go upstairs, go across this hallway, go downstairs and go through the door. And then that's where 
the um the front desk was and then the company commanders had offices over there and so then that guy michelson he got called to the office because he was in trouble for something and then um he was actually talking back to busby <laughs> and, oh, wow. and then um busby said um you know did the typical drop and give me 20 and then michelson said no <laughs> and the, the company commander's like what did you say and he said no sir i will not and he went ballistic my company commander went ballistic <laughs> i think eventually he did it but but then when i got back after my my i think it was like a two-hour duty then um when i came back like I said, I had to go upstairs across the hallway through another door to get back in. When I got back, everybody was asking me what happened because they could hear it all the way over there. <laughs> yeah, he originally wasn't in our company. What happens is that you have to pass the, like, um, be a certain body fat. And if you're not, if you're over, you go into this, uh, this go through this other train yeah like this weight loss program so he was like so he had already been there for like a month or something before us and then he got he finally wow. made it so then he was in our <laughs> company so yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh or another funny thing too with the with the shooting range the company commanders weren't allowed to come in there with us <laughs> I <can do> <laughs> I wouldn't even make it that far where they get where they would give me a gun. I probably would have been kicked. Out. I would have been kicked out at the airport with you. <laughs> now, so did you find the the physical aspect of it, the exercise, challenging for yourself, or not too much because you were already in decent shape? Yeah, like I said, it was just the setups. But oh yeah, this brings me to another story. Um, they they make sure that you get in trouble for stuff. So when enough of us got like in trouble when we all got in trouble for everything they do this thing they mash you it's called so um it's just like high intensity thing they were like screaming we had to do all kinds of exercises in the barracks i forgot how many hours it was for hours and hours it might have been for like five hours or something like that you'd have to do um like all the every exercise you could think of and i remember there's these things called eight counts i forgot they're I can't remember the exact movement, but it's, I think it's all, almost like a burpee. And then each position represents a number. So then the company commander would like call out a number and that's the position you'd have to get into. And then if you, if somebody messed up, you all had to start over again. Oh, you God. had to like do duck walks. Do you know those? You like squat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you had to, oh, that, oh, that yeah. was the worst. And then, yeah, as you said that, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. And then, um, we had rifles that we had to march with at that point. And um, so then we had to take our rifles and then we had to hold them over our heads. And they made us keep them there. And then they'd yell at us and say not to, not to drop it because um, we're just government property. And if, I, if it lands on our head, we could go to the brig for damaging government property. <laughs> they, they like dehumanize yeah. you like crazy. <laughs> okay. and, um, oh, and it was like, Right after that, then we had our pictures taken. So I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> so my picture was oh, awful. Like yeah, and, oh, and then we then then we had to march the hour and a half to the to go eat. But none of us got food. We all got like um, there's juice there, so we all got like all bowls and cups of juice. <laughs> so we were all drinking the whole time because <laughs> it's not like they gave you water or anything, water breaks or anything like that. It was <laughs> awful. 
but oh, I guess everybody went through that from what I hear. So <laughs> honestly, I pro- I feel like as long as I was hydrated to begin with, I probably would have liked that part. Uh, it was, yeah, it was brutal. Cause they're like in your face. And... <laughs> That's the only thing I don't like. I feel like the exercise part would have been fine, but people yelling is just a lot. Oh, I should also point out that. Let's see if I get this going. I'm forever traumatized with, with, this song. Oh god. <laughs> Cause the whole time we were getting mashed, all those hours, this was playing on a loop the whole entire time. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so that that song's in um Ferris Bueller's day off, so I hate it when that comes on. <laughs> I know I, I... <laughs> Yeah, so. so I, do you think you became a better person because you were there? Oh, definitely. Yeah, like more disciplined. Yeah, I, I needed that. Yeah, and it was when I was there that, um, like I was undecided still what what I wanted to do when I got in. So then they gave you a list of jobs that you can get in the navy, and then um, so I decided to be a cook. So, because because cool. I enjoyed doing that like my senior year in high school I took um took um cooking class for like two semesters and I loved it so I said oh I'll do that that seems pretty cool so definitely yeah so then um yeah so then we had a graduation and then you get sent to school and the, because I did the cooking school the cooking schools in San Diego so <laughs> so I went from Great Lakes it was it was in April by the time I graduated, but it was still nasty. Yeah, I was all brown. Everything was <laughs> nasty. Yeah. Then I get to San Diego. It was like palm trees, 70 degree oh, weather. Awesome. <laughs> you earned it. Yeah. <laughs> but Thank the you. graduation was awesome, though. Um, you're in like a dress uniforms and everything. We had my mom and my sister came. So oh, that's neat. Yep. Yep. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah yeah so it was brutal going through it but then once you it's like one of those things when you're done though you feel great yep it's kind of like obstacle racing yeah 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 you know in the big one when you're in a big one and you're in the middle of it and you're like what was i thinking and at the end you're like i can't wait to start training again that was so awful. <laughs> yeah it's probably the same thing as like a spartan race or a marathon or something like that it's like, what, yeah, why you, am I doing this? And then uh, <laughs> when you're done. So it's... Yeah. Well, it, 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 I would say that because there's emotions that go through and, mm-hmm. you know, you it's up, it's an emotional roller coaster when you're doing something that, that's grueling, you know, and that sounds kind of like that. It's just, it, it tests you, it pushes you, it breaks you. And it's like, when you're done with it, you're like, I did it. That was nothing, even though it was like wicked hard, yep. but you're like, I got this. No problem. Like in the middle of it, you're like, oh, why? What was I thinking? <laughs> this is terrible. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Am I even ready for this? And then at the end, you're like, I fucking killed it. I'm the best. Yep. I want to train again. <laughs> you know? And it's it's got to be similar to that because it's just like from what you're describing. Yeah, it's true. I never even thought of that. Yeah, it's so true. Well, then the only difference is I would say like where uh, the motivational speech is a little different where people are actually <laughs> telling you you're doing a good job, even if you're not. Yeah. <laughs> where there you can be doing a good job and they tell you you're a fucking loser and the government owns you and you're gonna die today you know (laughs) like the motivational talk is not the same yeah yeah they yeah they they use fear instead of motivation but then at the end like after after we graduated because the boot camp was eight weeks and then we were there for an extra week afterwards so then 
then every Busby was nice and everything. They were nice and they respected us for like making it through that and oh, everything. Yeah. So, so funny. It sounds like a cartoon guy's name. <laughs> yeah. He look, <laughs> if I can find a picture of him, I'll show you. <laughs> he does, yeah, he does I, look I, like, like... He, he looks like his name. <laughs> he sounds like he would look like a Busby, whatever that looks like. I bet you. Yeah. When I see it, I'll be like, yep, I can, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, I can't believe it's been thirty two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I... now you're back. Now look, I want to touch on this, and now you're in school again because you want to be. Yeah, remember generally <laughs> you hate school. Well, and that's why one of the reasons we haven't podcasted. You've been really busy with school. I'm actually studying for a sports nutrition certification right now too, which has been tough because. I, I had all energy all day. I sit down to start studying and I start reading and I'm like dozing off. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm not even tired. I just, reading like does something to me. Yeah. And I put on music. Like I don't necessarily like, I don't dislike classical music, but I like the um, covers, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like they had like Guns of Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Like a, they had like a classical version. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that because not because I know the music. I just like, it's new. It's I like the instruments. I just prefer updated music a little more because yep. I feel like the Beethovens and the Mozarts and all that that will put me to sleep too. Even though it's similar instruments, I just think the other stuff is a little more upbeat. And I find that that in the background will help me kind of not just stay awake but focus a little. Because I like the stuff I'm reading. A lot of it's interesting, but some of it's so like it gets so sciency that like in the morning when I first get up. After coffee, I'm good for it. Like, mm-hmm. I can read that stuff and really, but like today I'm reading it and I'm like, oh God, is it almost time for me to be done yet? I'm like, this is not effective. <laughs> yeah, it's so dry. I, yeah. Yeah, it's just, and you know, you know what I was thinking about? What would be great? And for you, you get to write. So you're definitely enjoying, I think it's more interactive and mm-hmm. like they should do a podcast for people who are not. Like, I mean, obviously I'm, I have to learn on, like, I'm reading a book. I, I don't go to a class, but like, I, I think some people's learning styles, like I've listened to a few podcasts and I get more, I'm listening to Dr. Mark Hyman, the food pharmacy. I get more from him and his like other doctor guests. Like I absorb more information from their like banter mm-hmm. and the stuff they talk about. Like I actually remember everything. And it's not like somebody reading an audio book where it's like the da, 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 and the protein and the, you know, this protein's better than that. Like it's when there's like actually like people talking and there's banter, I feel like it's easier to learn. Cause it's like you being in a classroom where you can ask questions, but it's more like even like little, like small jokes and things. It keeps people engaged. I think, Yep. you know, and like, like you being in writing and getting to write stuff is awesome until they make you write something that's absolutely not awesome. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. It's like, I got to have this paper due and it sucks and <laughs> you know, and it's just, then you're like bat- banging your head against the door. Yeah. Yeah. The, now, how is, are you done? You're done now, right? With that class? Yeah, I'm done with that class. Yeah, like I liked the readings and stuff. Like I would have probably never read any of that on my own, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. But yeah, it's like one of those things they tell you what to read and what to write about and everything. But the next class I'm doing is starting, ooh, starting tomorrow. Um, it's um, essentials of nonfiction. So I'm going to be writing nonfiction, which oh, cool. which is exactly what. Now I'm going to be able to actually do my own writing again. So I'll actually be able to do my memoir. <laughs> so I'll be oh, able to kill two birds with one stone. Because um, 
one of the topics is memoir writing. Another one is travel writing. It's like, oh, <laughs> two things right there that I'm doing. So this is like the perfect yeah. class for me. So I'm looking forward to this class. And now you can almost, it's almost time to get vaccinated. So yeah. uh, you can start doing your travels again. Yep, yep. Was it the... I think by the summer we'll all be vaccinated. Yeah, I think we're at the um, 65, you know, it was 65 or 75 that they're on right now. Yeah, but it's also, I have a client who's got asthma and they, he, he went, like they told, I guess it's a pre-existing condition. Uh -huh. So I think they're taking pe people with that so, too. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, you got Pfizer over at the dunk. Those are the ones that have to get used. And it's like, if you're, I feel like you should just hang around uh, the Dunkin' Donut Center at like five o'clock when they're done. <laughs> <laughs> comes out of the street and wants to give you one. Well, and at this point too, it's like, by, hopefully by the summer, I'd say like August, I would imagine. And then it's just Darwinism. Yeah. Like if you don't want to get one at that point, I mean, you know, there's a lot of arguments about, and people going this and that way about it. But at the end of the day, I, I'm willing, if you, if anyone fucking eats high fructose corn syrup, anything non-organic or factory farmed in America, half the fucking tap water. Mm -hmm. Like if you're doing uh, cigarettes, uh, fucking vodka made of corn, <laughs> Whatever else you're, you know, eating or drinking, like if you're not doing stuff like really on point, like a vaccine is the last thing you should be worrying about. Like mm -hmm. there's some people I've just like and I, I really tried to stay off social media for the most part. And like I just somehow every now and then it's like I get on to post something for work or whatever and I see some dumb shit and I'm like, you know, I'm like. You were fucking probably smoking butts and hanging out at McDonald's two hours ago and you're <laughs> out and off about a vaccine. I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm willing to take the risk from that than I am to what the COVID-19 could do to my organs. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I want to live again. And like, dude, let's face it, the, the people who are developing this vaccination are not dummies. Like they're, they're I'm sure they jammed it right in their arm the first chance they got. <laughs> yep. You know, and I want to live my life again. And, you know, just I feel like it, it's. I'm at the point now where I'm starting to get a little, I, I mean, and I could, I could go, I'm not knock on wood. I want to, I could go another year like this just cause my job is social and like Cindy can't though. She's really, and I feel like you, Paul, you're a social guy and you're like stuck at your house. Like people who are working from home who aren't used to it. It's not, it's gotta be getting it to the point where it's like, all right, this is enough's enough. The summer's coming. I mean, between being outdoors and, and most people being vaccinated, if not all, I think we're going to see a light. And I think probably the only thing is like in the indoors, we might still have to wear masks because of the kids, because kids who can't get vaccinated. Oh, yeah. You know, I wouldn't really say, I mean, I'm assuming at the gym, we're going to have to until everyone's vaccinated. And then it's like, enter at your own risk. If you want to be in here and you don't want to be vaccinated, you know, you're just going to get sick and maybe die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bop, bop. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, you, I don't know, I'd rather have the vaccine than COVID, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, I am going to be completely transparent. There are things I put in my body in my 20s. <laughs> where a vaccine made by some scientists and doctors is not something I'm remotely scared of. Oh, yeah. I... The acid that I might have dropped a few times. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a little more dangerous. More fun, other... <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, definitely. But... It, was, it was worth it. At one point, I thought I was at an Indian burial ground. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yeah. I, you know, I will say, and and let's put it this way: I was a raver, so mm-hmm. vaccine. Vaccine schmaxine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me my vaccine, I'll take it and I'll be good to go. And I want to go freaking live life. And, you know, I, I have a race plan July 10th. It's my first one. I'll be uh, uh, 11 months. No, one. Yeah, 12 months and one month. No, one year and a month. Sorry. It's Sunday. Mm-hmm. One year and a month out from my back surgery. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. So it's a savage race. It's a short one. It's seven miles. Mm-hmm. Um, short one for an obstacle race. And I want to go do that. Like I'm going to sign up, you know, the price changes in April. So I've just been kind of watching what goes on because yeah. I don't want to sign up and move it, but it's looking good, man. And I'm excited. And it's an outdoor thing too, where I think that you're going to find, you can't wear a mask in an obstacle race. I mean, you could for a while, but at one point you're probably not going to have it. Yeah. On. Yeah. It'll come off one way or another. Or you'll, be, you'll choke yourself out because yeah. you fell off. Yeah. Because <laughs> then there'll be people who have the mask that won't fall off, but then they'll get choked. So yeah, I mean, between water and everything else. And I, I honestly feel like, you know, there is, we're looking up, things are looking better. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, so you have any new races planned for post-COVID? Uh, not Post-vaccine. yet. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what's going to be going on. So, like, I don't know, you know, what races I, you know, if they do the finish for Guinness again and the. Yeah, be, I'll do that. And the New York one, the uh, Tunnel to Towers. I know. For yeah, sure. that, that'll be fun too. Yeah. It's the, that finish for the Guinness is definitely, I bet you that'll be on. That's in September. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully yeah by the fall, hopefully there'll be more in-person yeah. races. Uh, yeah, so it depends on because I can't really plan ahead different states or anything until I know what's open, what <laughs> what races they're going to be, and everything. So right, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. If, you know, and when they do open those up, I'm probably going to sign up ahead of time because <laughs> they're going to be going like gangbusters. <laughs> they're going to be like selling out probably. Everybody's itching. Hey man, just another positive thing. All these organizations are going to get bombarded with donations. Yeah. Yeah. Need it big time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, I want to, uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, our soul friend yoga and Patty, maybe we'll have her on again because mm-hmm. um, they're doing a lot with. Um, I'm actually an associate there now, and um, she's, you know, she's a start. She just started up, and she's doing some of her proceeds to everything she sells. She's basically pooling it, and then she's gonna find a either a yoga studio or a small fitness studio, someone who really like who's on the edge of losing their business, and she's gonna donate the pool. So I think she's trying to. Last time I talked to her about it, I think she was going to try 10 months to raise money mm-hmm. from that. And um, whatever's in there, just give it to find a studio in need in Rhode Island or, you know, Southern Mass, somewhere local, yep. and donate it. So I wanted to just mention that's something that we've, we've been doing. And uh, it's soulfriendyoga.com if anyone wants to check out and needs a new mat um, or any other stuff. There's some really cool items on there. And we have free vid- free workout videos, free yoga videos. Um, and there's blogs. So if you want to read some cool stuff, I wrote a couple things on there, Paul, if you want to check them out too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you can send me some stuff and we'll blog you on there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you can check out episode 43. Um, when Patty was on to, you know, 
yep. get more details of that. Yeah, we'll definitely have her on again. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if anyone wants to see my panty mask, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook or my Adriana Ferns. My Instagram is A Joy Lifestyle because for people who have a hard time with the mask, I did a panty mask video and I think everyone really thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> It's gonna be one for, for dudes underwear too. I almost did it today, but I had I, I'm like at the store and I'm looking at the men's underwear. I'm like, I should just buy them today. I'm like, hey, you have a million things to do. Today. I'm like, I'm dodging studying. I'm like, I'll just be doing my my men's underwear video. Why didn't you study on Sunday? I had to make a video. <laughs> no, I made myself study before you, uh -huh. so I knew I'd have to give myself like the I needed at least ninety minutes because it takes. I'm such a dilly dallier, and mm. then I get doing it. I'm just. I'm never, I'm forever a non-academic, like, yeah. student. And I like what I'm reading. Like, I like the information. I just, I feel like if I was in a group setting in a classroom, it would be different when mm -hmm. I just have to read by yourself and like, and I'm, it's, it's, in, it's interesting. I'm into it, but it's the initial, like, sit down and do this. Like, I'm a 12-year-old all over again, you know? Yep, yep. Yeah, that's what I was so, like in this last class I did, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's and it's good stuff. Like I'm really enjoying. It. I sat down and I was like, "Wow, this is interesting. Wow, this is." And I'm like, "Why did it take me 20 minutes of my 90 to sit down and actually?" <laughs> start? I'm like, "Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that." And and it's like, you know, and you can relate to that when there's a class. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I dislike it. I just think it's like the the monotony of. And I can't go to a coffee. Shop. Well, I could, but I don't really want to purposely go to places that I'm just to re like. I'm home. Yeah. I can read, mm -hmm. and study. It'd be different if it wasn't COVID. Yeah. Well, it's just, yeah, it's the same thing with this last class I was in. I like sit down and do the paper. I was like, "Oh, there's a dirty dish over there." Then I get up. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I didn't wash that pan from lunch. I should probably step and do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And my mind's going towards it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost went on and blogged. I was gonna blog. I'm like, I feel like I should blog something today. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? Like. Yeah, it was really not a good, and I did so many house projects. I'm like, I deserve to like not study right now. <laughs> My house, is so nice. yeah, it's tough. I mean, honestly, and I think it, it's it really does. Um, it helps that like that music stuff helps, but it helps to know that I actually like as soon as I can sit and read it long enough where I get into it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I, this is interesting. I actually do enjoy this. But, like, I look over at the book, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> here we go. So, uh, Paul, um, let's catch up next week with everybody, too, and maybe we can try to have Patty on. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And I'm going to um, go online, refresh myself to see how I can um, fold a hat to be tight like a pussy, so. show <laughs> me. I am dying to get a pussy hat. There's nothing like a tight pussy on your head in the winter. Right? Yep. Maybe that's how we should title this one. Yeah. There's nothing like a tight pussy yeah. on your head in the winter. And boot <laughs> Yeah. And gay in the undies. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of catchphrases here we can pull off on this one. <laughs> Definitely. Um, oh, one other thing, in case anybody was, um, I know some of you probably follow me. Uh, Return of the '80s. My um, a couple of weeks ago, my Twitter account got hacked. I got an email saying that um, your your um, 
Twitter account has been accessed from this device, and it was probably from Toronto. Well, first I got one from Pakistan that it tried to access my account, and then right after that, um, some place in Toronto accessed it. So I said, if, if this is not you, then um, sign in and change your password. So I go to sign in, and it was wasn't there anymore. Somebody took it, renamed it. So they they took all my followers. I had seventeen thousand followers on there. That's awful. Yeah, and then then they ended up renaming it, and um, I couldn't get it back. And then I, well, I I did get since they got changed the name, I was able to get Return of the Eighties back. But then it wasn't letting anybody um follow me. So I had friends that were trying to follow me, and it wasn't working. So um, probably because I reported it. And then I ended up creating a new account. So it's RTT80s. So if you want to follow me on Twitter there, um, I have a buddy, old school 80s, that has a very popular 80s account. He put the word out. So now I'm back up to 600 followers, but it's nowhere near 17,000. But yeah, still, that was like within a a few days that I had 600, almost 700. So that's not bad. But (laughs) yep, we're going to start over again. So aggravating, but... Sometimes it's good to start over anyway. <laughs> well, I'll post that stuff on my social media, Paul. I'll go on and uh, post that you got hacked. Yeah. In case, any, in case anybody who follows me follows you and they haven't noticed or whatever. Yeah. And so then I went and made sure I changed all the passwords to everything <laughs> I had just in case. So um, you can still find me at the Roadrunner here at, um, on Twitter and Instagram. And I think it's... The Roadrunner Journey is the website, if you want to go to the website. And all the Roadrunners on Facebook as well. And then you can always email me at theroadrunner1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Yeah, we need some questions, people. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Hey, any other military people? Do you have any um, videos on how you to fold your hat like a pussy? <laughs> Yes, send it. I would have joined the military if I get my pussy on my head. See? These are the things no one told me. Ben Gay in the undies and tight pussy on the head. Good stuff, Yeah, Paul. so I think that's that's all I got. So I think that's all about right, it. All right, well, hopefully I'll be catching up next week. Okay, so until next time, everybody, we'll see you out on the road. Later. Do-do.